Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, this is Jenny Veliki, and you're listening to the Funky Farm Girl Podcast. This is episode 50, Seeds of Potential. I've got a little pep talk for you today, and I'm so excited to have just a little bit of a different format. But before we get into that in this week's episode, let's go into our weekly feature, What's Happening on the Homestead. Here, I believe, like so many of you, it's time to be planting. I am planting lots and lots and lots of things. Um, Not only am I planting seeds to begin my scarlet runner beans and some greens and lettuces, carrots, radishes, those types of things, but I'm also planting perennials around the front yard that I have not... Um, done in previous years so I'm really excited to one add some flowers and two add some things like rhubarb to our front flower bed right around the corner from the holly bush so that I have a little bit of stuff that will grow each year I even planted some yarrow which is an herbal medicine and I'm excited to add that to my tea garden collection I planted the yarrow in the front yard as well and that just goes right back into what we were talking about last week with edible landscaping so if you missed that episode go back and give it a listen but really the focus this week has been planting lots and lots of planting and lots and lots more planting still to come So this week I wanted to go in a little bit different direction. At the end of last week's episode, I gave you a little introduction to permaculture and just really talked about why my heart feels like it's such an important subject and how I would like to begin to unpack that and share that with you guys and learn right alongside you in that But this week I had another thing rolling around in my mind and I couldn't put it away and I couldn't put it on pause and I really felt like I needed to talk it out and share it with you. And so this week I want to talk about seeds of potential. First of all, seeds are really the epitome of the beginning of spring. It it represents a, a fresh start, a new beginning. It's, it's the very start of what we do um, with anything in our gardens. Even the plants that we buy in the store started somewhere as a seed. And just holding those seed packets, I think this is maybe why I'm so addicted to buying seeds, is because they're so full of potentials 
and possibilities and just the excitement of thinking about what could be, what might happen, what we could possibly expect to get out of it. Those things can fill fill us with so much excitement and anticipation. It can motivate us to get started when it's still dark and cold and dreary out because we have the potential and the excitement of what may be in those seats. This is the same thing with us as homesteaders or as creators or even just as women in general. A seed in our life is just the potential that we have to grow into something. It may be that we grow as a podcaster or as a gardener, as a cook, as a wife or a mother. It may be that we grow in public speaking or in maybe you have a a little side gig that earns some extra money. Maybe it's the potential of going back to school, writing a novel. Just there's so many different things where at the very beginning, there's this little seed of potential. And you're excited because you can see all the things that could happen. All the good that you expect to come. And it fills you with anticipation and excitement and motivation to take that first step. So that's really what I want to talk about today is the parallel between growing the seed and the potential growth that is there as we plant seeds in our garden and and reap harvest from them later on this summer and the potential that we have to plant seeds in our own life and the growth that can be there as well so let's start at the very beginning first of all there's a lot of different type of seeds If you plant a pansy seed, you're going to grow a pansy. If you plant a watermelon seed, you expect to grow a watermelon. If you plant a tomato seed, you're not disappointed that it doesn't turn into a cucumber. There's specific seeds that produce specific fruit. And in the same way, we each have been given specific potentials. So if you are a tomato seed, you're going to grow tomatoes. Your potential is tomato. Now, if you're a daisy seed, you can't be upset that you're not growing tomatoes because you weren't made that way. You were made to grow daisies. And I think sometimes as women especially, we get caught in this comparison trap where we see what someone else is doing. And we either envy her and wish that we could be more like that and we knock ourselves out trying to imitate her. Or we resent her and we beat ourselves up that we don't measure up to where she is. And so today I want to encourage you to embrace the potential of who you are. God gave you specific potential. 
He gifted you with specific talents and interests. He made you in a specific way and he created you for a specific purpose. And once you know what that is and you begin to pursue it, then it doesn't matter if you're not a tomato because you have fully embraced and are joyful and can celebrate being a watermelon. So let's start at the beginning and plant our seed. When you first plant a seed, all you need are the basics. That seed doesn't need anything outside of soil, water, and light. It doesn't need a lot of complicated things to happen for you to plant it and begin to see growth. And it's the same with us. We can start with small basic steps and build from there. We don't have to right out the gate have a full-blown business plan and and a marketing system and headshots and a well-designed website and all those things. You don't need all that right out of the gate. You can start by talking about who you are and talking about what it is that lights you up and begin to build your potential there there start at the beginning start with what you know start with what you have do the very next thing in front of you and that's really all that we need to do I think we scare ourselves sometimes out of planting the seed at all because we say well what if it rains all the time or what if it freezes or what if it the sun is too hot or what if I don't have enough light or what if What if, what if, what if? And we can do the same thing in our own lives. When there's something that we want to step out and try, whether it's a business opportunity to maybe create a side income, or maybe it's a new relationship, maybe it's jumping in and buying that land and starting your homestead. Maybe it's just having the courage to have chickens in your backyard when none of your neighbors do. The potential is there, but you'll never see the growth. You'll never enjoy the fruit if you don't ever plant the seed. And you don't go straight from the seed in your hand to a plant that's fully mature. It's lots of small steps along the way. So first, we need to start with the basics and take some small steps. Okay? Start small. Then, after time, you plant your seeds, and what do you do? You go check them like every 12 hours, right? Because you're like, has it sprouted yet? Has it sprouted yet? Is is that a leaf? Is that tiny green speck I see going to be the first leaf? Oh my goodness, look, there's a leaf. It sprouted. Isn't it the cutest little thing you've ever seen? And we are thrilled when we finally see those little bitty tiny sprouts start to come up as a gardener that fills you with excitement and pride it makes you want to celebrate it makes you want to take pictures and put it on instagram and go look what i grew and even though it's this little tiny speck of a thing you're excited because you don't see how small and tiny and insignificant it is 
You see growth and you see the potential. You're excited about what you know is coming. And I think when it comes to us and our own things that we're pursuing, we forget that. And we get that little bit of progress. Like the first time I hit 100 downloads on the podcast. A small milestone. Even now, my numbers are very small compared to lots of other larger podcasts. But you know what? They've been going for a lot, lot longer than I have. And so I celebrate every milestone because it's a small progress. Everything that I see that is a progress, one inch closer to my goal, I celebrate it. Because those little things matter. Those little things, especially in the beginning, lay the foundation that becomes what your potential is built on. And so celebrate those things. Don't sit there and yell at yourself because your seedling is so small and it should have been bigger. Don't sit there and fuss at yourself that you've only grown this much. That's pathetic. No. Celebrate the fact that you've grown. That there's potential that's visible. There's growth there that's visible that you can see. And now, that's going to give you just the push and just the motivation you need to keep going and grow a little bit bigger. So, don't compare yourself as a sprout to a fully mature plant. It's like I was talking about with the podcasters that have way bigger numbers than I do. You know, I could could look at... Any number of homesteaders, especially when in the homestead community, who are, who are podcasting and who have huge numbers when it comes to podcasting. And instead of beating myself up that I'm not reaching as many people as they do, or I don't have as many downloads or as many followers or things like that, I remember that they're a fully mature plant and I'm still a seed. I'm still doing the work of growing and I can't expect myself to be a fully mature plant. None of you as mamas would expect your two-year-old to act like a 25-year-old. So don't expect the same kind of growth out of yourself. Remember that you're just starting. Give yourself lots and lots of grace, lots and lots of patience, And just keep going. So be kind to yourself. And be encouraged by all the growth. No matter how small it is. Sit there and go. Oh look at you you sweet baby plant. Look how much you grew. Look at that new leaf that you sprouted today. Look at that new platform that you're on. Look at that new set of downloads you just got. Look you've got five new followers. Look, you've written three pages in your novel. Good for you. Look, you've lost three pounds. You have a long way to go, but you've lost three pounds. Congratulations. Look, you grew two tomato plants completely from seed and harvested the fruit. 
That's awesome. Think through the things that you are putting yourself out there for right now. The things that you're growing in, the things that you're working towards. Where do you see the sprouts? Where do you see the small evidences of growth that you can celebrate? So over time, if things are going well, that sprout is going to turn into a seedling. It's going to need to be put in a bigger pot. It's, it's outgrown the space that it's in. It may be that at some point in your growth for me as a podcaster, um, I had to rethink my platform and rethink what I was doing. Um, and I had to grow with my platform and change a little bit and become the funky farm girl instead of swim upstream. Because I outgrew my pot. I had reached the potential of what I could do as swim upstream. And I knew that there wasn't a lot of further growth potential there. But there was so much potential if I was willing to be uprooted and put into a bigger pot. And take the risk of growing there and becoming the funky farm girl. And you can go back to, I believe it's episode 17, where I talk about that process of thinking through how to do things a little differently and narrowing my focus and really going after the thing that I felt like was going to bring the most potential. The thing that really matched up with my gifts and my experiences and my passion. So sometimes you need to be put in a bigger pot. Sometimes you need weeding and pruning you know when you when you go to plant tomato plants the best thing you can do is plant it all the way up to the top set of leaves and bury that whole stem yeah you go from a six inch plant down about three four inches maybe but then you're you're giving that root a chance to really develop through that stem and it's going to be a much stronger plant because of that sometimes you need to weed out distractions or you need to prune extra things that are in your life so that you can make room for the priorities sometimes we have to cut off good things so that we can have better things Um, lots and lots of flowers can be great but If they're not producing fruit, then they need to go, right? If you have a tomato plant that's growing absolutely huge, but there's very little fruit on it, you have to prune that back so that it can put more energy into producing the fruit rather than producing the leaves. And it's the same with us as we're trying to grow in our potential. Sometimes we have to narrow our priorities We have to weed out things that aren't as important, get rid of distractions, get rid of time wasters, get rid of obligations that don't serve us or don't help us to get to where we want to try to go. And so sometimes we need weeding and pruning. Sometimes we need fertilizer. 
Sometimes the best thing we need is a good boost of new knowledge. We need to learn something new so that we can continue to grow. We need to expand what we already know and go a little deeper with it. And when we're fed good knowledge, it causes growth. So sometimes we need some fertilizer. Sometimes we need weeding and pruning. Sometimes we need to be up potted to a bigger pot so that we can keep growing. Sometimes we need a trellis for support. I know that if you plant cucumbers, they'll grow along the ground just fine. But you'll have some problems with bugs. You might have some problems with powdery mildew. But if you give that cucumber plant a trellis, give it some support, lift it up, a lot of those potential issues resolve themselves and you get way better growth out of them. And the same thing in our life. We need people to encourage us and cheer us on to support us. Maybe it's somebody who gives you a helping hand with your website because you're struggling with that and they have the the ability to do that so they help you out with that maybe it's somebody who's a little further along with you than you and they give you a shout out or they or they give you a hand and say here's what helped me when I was in that situation here's how I grew here's what my experience has taught me so we we need the support to help us encouragement and being lifted up and one of the best ways to do that is to make sure that we're trellising each other. So, you know, give what, what it is that you need. So if you need support, go out and cheer on your friends. Go out and support them in the things that they're doing. Cheer them on. Lift them up. And last but not least, when we've done all the trellising and we've done all the, we've, we've put it in a bigger pot and then we've weeded and we've fertilized and we trellised and eventually there's going to be fruit. But we can't let that fruit just sit there on the plant, right? Because then it'll attract bugs and rot and fall off and it'll be wasted effort, right? So what we need to do is we need to harvest the fruit and then we need to preserve it. So it's great to see your work come to fruition. It's great to finally get that big break because you've worked so hard for it. It's great to finally be recognized or to begin to earn an income or whatever it is that you're reaching for. Maybe it is literally Picking produce off your cucumber vines, like I did last year. Having tried and tried for years and years to grow cucumbers. So finally, figure it out and get it right and grow tons of cucumbers. But then I didn't just go out there and pat myself on the back and say, Good job, you grew cucumbers and leave them there to rot. No, I had to go out there and I had to check every day. I had to pick the cucumbers. I had to bring them in and wash them. I just peel them and slice them and put them into brine 
and make pickles. And I made pickles all summer. That preserved my work. And even just last night, I enjoyed the fruit of my labor with my dinner. And enjoyed a jar of pickles. So it's great to enjoy the fruit of your labor. When you work hard at something and you finally start to get a reward from it. Enjoy that. Celebrate it. But make sure you preserve that work so it continues to bring you what you need. Whether it continues to to build income for you or whether it continues to help you grow. Make sure you don't just sit back at that point and go, okay, there you go. I did it. And then stop. No. We, we take that fruit and we use that and the potential it has to further our increase. We take those strawberries that we grew and we make them into jam. We take those cucumbers that we planted and we turn them into pickles. You keep expanding. You keep growing. And that's where the potential for explosive growth comes in. Every one of those strawberries that you grow is covered in hundreds of tiny seeds that can grow more strawberries. Every cucumber that you pick is full of seeds that if handled well and treated wisely will grow more cucumbers. So your potential doesn't end with the one thing that you did that finally came to fruition. That's really only the beginning, friend, because then you can take that thing that finally came to fruition. That podcast that you launched, that blog that you started, that little business that you do on the side, whether it's selling farm-proof nails or whether it's um, sharing essential oils or it's whatever it is. You can take the fruit of that and you can plant it again. And you can continue to bear fruit. Because each seed from that fruit is the potential for more growth. And every seed that you plant is going to lead to more opportunity. More doors that you can walk through. More places where you can expand and grow and learn new things and be challenged and continue to see growth. Every season in our garden brings us new possibilities of things to grow and new ways to expand. This year I'm I'm expanding peppers. I'm not just going to grow bell peppers. Now I'm going to grow sweet banana peppers and I'm going to grow jalapeno peppers and if I can find some seeds or some plants I want to grow poblano peppers last year all I grew was bell peppers and I overwintered them and one of them lived and the other two didn't and so this year I get to start with a plant that I grew from seed last year So now my growth potential is already bigger than it would have been if I hadn't tried to overwinter that plant. So there's always new things to do, new ways to expand, 
new growth that we can find. So my challenge to you is to not be stagnant. Don't don't be content to just stay right where you are. But look at the seeds in your hand. Where's the potential? What kinds of things has God given you that you can grow into something beautiful? Now, it may be a business thing, but it might not. I believe that God has given each of us two kinds of seeds. The first one is the gospel. And that is a seed that all of us get and all of us can share. And God can do incredible, crazy God math with that. And the impact of you sharing the gospel with one person can spread like wildfire and impact hundreds and even thousands of people. So we have that potential for growing the kingdom, for growing our faith, because we're willing to spread that seed. And just like the parable of the sower, not all that seed is going to be well received and not all that seed is going to be, is going to grow well. Some of it's going to fall on rocky soil and it's just not going to grow. The sun's going to come beat down on it. It's going to wither up and die. Some of it's going to fall on shallow ground and it's going to sprout up real quickly, but then it's, it's going to ha- hit a problem and it'll die pretty quickly. And then some of that's going to be planted in good soil and it's going to grow and it's going to produce fruit a hundredfold. And none of that has anything to do with the skill of the person who sowed the seed. It is not a pronouncement on whether or not they are a success or a failure. It is a pronouncement on whether or not that seed sower was faithful to sow the seeds that he or she had been given. The other kinds of seed that I believe that God gives us, we all get the the seed of the gospel, but then God also gives us seeds that are just gifts for each of us specifically. The Bible says that he gives us specific gifts and talents for his purposes and for his glory. And God doesn't intend for us to take those seeds and put them in our pocket and hide them away from the world and just keep them safe. And then when we get to heaven, go, here's your seeds back. No, God expects us to plant our seeds. God expects expects us to water those seeds. He expects us to weed them and prune them and put them in a bigger pot and give them some fertilizer and trellis them and watch them grow. And then when that fruit comes, he wants us to do something with that fruit. That's not the time to sit back and say, oh, I did a great job there. It's the time to harvest that fruit, do something with it, and continue to expand and grow. So don't waste the seeds that God has given you. Don't neglect to plant in the ways that he has given you to plant. It may be that you have a gift of encouragement. It may be that you have a gift of baking bread. I know one blogger that I used to follow had a bread baking ministry. And every time she heard of someone who was in need of help of some type, she would bake bread and bring to them. She kept children in her home and she would bake bread and give to the parents when they would come and pick up their kids about once a week. 
that's such a simple act. It's such a small thing. But she used her seed. And she grew it into what God had intended it to be. Don't compare your seeds to others either. If the world was full of tomatoes, it would be an incredibly boring world. This world needs tomatoes and cucumbers and watermelons and strawberries. It needs thousands of different types of flowers. I mean, just in tomatoes alone, there are hundreds of varieties. God is not a God of cookie cutter things. There's variety in his gifts. And so learn to be grateful for the gifts that he's given you. And don't be envious of the gifts that others have. Because God has given you what you need for life and godliness. And that includes the potentials that he's given you. The seeds of potential for growth and blessing and building his kingdom. So my challenge to you this week is what small step can you take to plant your seed? How can you plant it and water it? I really encourage you to go check out the highlight on my Instagram page called Start Here. Again, we don't have to be perfect to begin. We don't have to have all of our ducks in a row to get started. It's really very simple. You need your soil. You need your seed. You need your water. And some light. God's given us the seed. He's our light. Now plant it and give it some water and watch it grow. Next week, I'm going to begin our permaculture series and we'll be talking about how we can walk hand in hand with our garden and work with nature instead of against it to help with things like pest control and just building a natural environment that encourages healthy growth and rebuilding soil and brings in pollinators and all the things that help with the natural balance of the natural world so that we can give our plants the best growth potential they could have. I've been learning a whole lot about this lately and I'm excited to share it with you. In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest at The Funky Farm Girl or you can send me an email Jenny at thefunkyfarmgirl.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what your seed is and how you plan to plant it this week. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share The Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following The Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, Remember to bloom where you're planted.